The pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. You can find the website at draftrugby.com and get after us on the socials at Draft Rugby. Well, we've hit the ground running. Uh, this is our third pod in seven days. Um, if you haven't had a chance, make sure you check out uh, episode two a couple days ago where we were joined by special guest Squidge Rugby from the UK. Um, he was absolutely great value and um, he, he joined us to discuss uh, Warren Gatlin heading to the Chiefs uh, and a few other things, you know, players coming across from the UK and whatnot. And great podcast, good value there. Lots of insights you're not going to get elsewhere, I think, so... That's it. And so, look, I'm your host, Kagi, and on the pod this afternoon, you've just heard from Nelson. Uh, he's joining us. And speaking of special guests, uh, we've gone to the bench early in, in 2019, 2020, 2020 season. We're getting desperate already, boys. <laughs> What's going on? And we're joined by none other than the super sub, Alex Nabung, mate. Welcome. How are we doing? Very good, lads. Good to be back. Good to be back on nice and early. It's, it's good to, yeah, good to get you back on board, mate. We yeah. were getting over Harry already. That's Two true. It doesn't, doesn't take long. Um, 49 and a half caps. <laughs> That's it, mate. Um, <laughs> all right, and look, I gave him a bit of notice this time. I didn't throw him straight under the bus. I, I, I gave him some time to think about it. Who are you repping this episode, mate? You're the super sub. Who was the super sub of the Rugby World Cup 2019? I think it was undoubtedly, uh, it was the South African, the, the props and the, and the front row, the bench. Yeah, I, I, I think I that's a good that. call. Yeah. I was going to say you could give the whole bench, but no, definitely give the whole front row. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they should, be, they? they should have been starting. Well, that's that's the whole point, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. what, that's pretty pretty inventive to start your stronger sort of scrummages and stronger forwards on the bench, your stronger front row amazing. on the bench, basically. Amazing, like, that's true. Look, I mean, pretty amazing. If I could, uh, as a front rower, if I could pick a front row that I would pay to have starting in my Super Rugby team. It would be those three guys. Yeah, <laughs> like that is yeah, the Wallabies. We'll take them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, unbelievable. Okay, very good. Um, I, I was just going to say uh, a quick note. We talked about forty nine point five caps for Harry, but how how good is it to get one back on him? So um, yeah, it was good. I, I was really trying to rubbish the chance of him doing the pod a couple nights ago. So I thought we could get another one up on him, but we only gave him that's, half half a cap. So. That's true. Look, we were. The bushfires were pretty epic. Oh, there we go. Joined by the, uh, some pigeons. Uh, we're out, out here in the elements. and also, So it might be some strange sound effects. but um, In the bush. Yeah, we're in the Amazon here. <laughs> we'll see how we go. But uh, anyway, no, it's good to hear one back on Harry. So uh, I think, what, I'm up to 42. Or this has been the 43rd. Nelson's almost about to hit the 40 mark. Well, this is the 40 mark. Yeah, I think so. And even Nabong. Nabong's getting pretty close to the 10 mark. Yeah. You know, I think this is number double nine. Numbers. So yeah. double digits Ooh. coming up. Oh, that's <laughs> the first special one, I think. The 10th the podcast. <laughs> it's the first milestone. Yeah. Um, excellent. All right. Well, so in tonight's pod, tonight's menu, um, well, we're going to take a preliminary look at the Aussie conference. So uh, the episode one, we took a preliminary look at the Kiwi conference. Um, so we're going to look at the Aussies uh, this time around. So for entree, we're going to have a, a very, very quick look at the new coaches in the Australian conference. Um, start thinking about who they are. There's uh, you know, not too many. <laughs> Only two. Jeez, oh, who let the dogs out, Nils? <laughs> I don't even know that bark. Yeah, it's, it's, this is a new dog. This is a stitch up from Harry. He's just yeah. released a bunch of dogs <laughs> yeah. just down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, for main course, uh, with so much player movement, we're, we're going to again focus on the young guns coming through, uh, the, the up and comers. Um, we've ca- you can, Nelson, you're going to go shut them up somehow, mate? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do something about it, mate. Um, but no, yeah, so we've capped the age at 23. So, look, I mean, you know, there might be some players that 
the 24 are still young guns, but like we're just looking at, with so many young and new players, we're just looking at the real youngsters um, who are under 23. And we're not looking at new players. Obviously, there's a lot of new players who are older coming back, you know, joining the squads, whatever, but youngsters only. Yeah, look, there's a lot of young, exciting talent coming into Australian rugby, and it's probably... it's a changing of the guards, really, and mm-hmm. it's we're trying to talk about these guys that they're going to be here for the long haul. We've got a lot of new guys coming in, 24, 25, a couple of leagueies, but mm. those guys will get touched on in the conference preview. Yeah, well, this is yeah. as as Australian supporters, it's obviously given us a bit of a hope for our future, isn't it? More than anything, it's, yeah, keep, it's, keep the fire burning. It's funny, bit. like it almost it's a cleansing process, and it's almost good that this season's done, the World Cup's over, and we're working Thank forward. God. Yeah. Um, and it definitely feels like when when we go through this list, um, there's a lot of hope there. Yeah, so it's good, mate. The, the the fire for me is always burning. I'm like the bloody Olympic eternal flame, mate. Right? I'm the biggest optimist, but it never goes down, mate. Right? So. Sadly, the same with me. <laughs> but there's actual hope here. No, no, very good. Um, and for dessert, uh, we are going to talk about those players um, in all conferences, but uh, those players will be away for the rugby sevens. Uh, so with the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. How uh, I guess some preliminary information on how that's going to affect those players that are sitting in both camps and Super Rugby squads, but also play sevens. I mean, who wouldn't want to go over to Tokyo and be part Olympics. of an Olympics? Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty pretty big one. So, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the players that we know so far and kind of what the policies are about that. Um, so, first insights there. Surely anyone that played in the Rugby World Cup will go that's can play sevens goes I want to go back to Japan so let's <laughs> it. give it another shake and these are those players you've got to be wary of uh, in picking up for fantasy this year because they just could suddenly disappear and go AWOL and mm. um, leave you in the lurch and blokes like Harry will definitely try to screw you over and, and <laughs> trade him when the, the week that he's going so you to be on the ball <laughs> very good alright well let's crack on let's get let's get stuck into our one trade sure. so um, yeah, as we said we're just going to talk about the two new two of five new coaches for the Australian Super Rugby franchises or, or rather the Australian conference, conference. Yeah. Yep. so uh, there might be a bit, a bit of a giveaway but um, Nels why don't, you, why don't you start us on on our first one it's very close to home for us actually yeah very close to home it, it's the Canterbury Rob Penny so he's coming in as the Waratahs head coach a lot of Aussies out there might not really know who this guy is but he's been around for a while he's, he's very experienced um, he was the head coach of Canterbury at the then Mitre 10, no, then ITM, sorry, yep. now Mitre 10 Cup, um, from 2006 to 2011, winning four competitions in a row. Yep. No. Uh, so, I mean, that's typical Canterbury, but, I mean, you've, you've got to be a decent level coach to be able to do that. That's so how you start off a coaching profile right there. That's exactly <laughs> right. He, he then coached the New Zealand under-20s for a few years, uh, and they're always a powerhouse. Then he went across to Munster from 2012 to 2014, winning the 2013-14 Pro 12 Coach of the Season Award, yep. which that's pretty good honours there. Best volumes, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best thing you can get as a coach other than winning the comp necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, then he went across to the Shining Arcs, uh, the Japanese side, yep. um, from 2014 to 2019. 15, five years, about 15 years. No, five years. He's, he's obviously, yeah. he, he loves the sushi. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, can't blame him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the main thing I think to take out of it is we were talking about young guns and he's that perfect coach in my eyes for that. That's the way he sort of develops players. He gives guys chances. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some younger guys, a bit of rotation with them throughout the year um, and just 
willing to give guys chances mm. and not halt their progress like um, we've had in the last few years, especially at the Tars when you're talking about Mac Mason, things like that. I was going to say, forever. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the Tars have struggled with the, their player development, not their player quality. Mm. you just got to look at, I mean, we were talking about before the Brumbies, there's so many New South Wales-based players in, in their squads, things like that, that have been let go. Um, oh, for so. me, he's just another Kiwi. Um, ca- it's, yeah. it's another Kiwi takeover. We've got Rennie at the top of the end. We've got Castle. And now we've got this bloke. You, but who, what are we, what's better? No scepticism there at all. Yeah, so. no, nah, not at all. <laughs> Brad Thorne up in Queensland. No, yeah. Yeah, he's an honorary Australian. We'll give yeah. him that. What's, okay. what's better than having the best country at rugby leading your players into rugby? They're not the best country. They're not the best country, are they? Navon jumps straight on. They aren't the best country, Sorry, the semi-finalist country. Yeah, still. Here's a trivia question. How many coaches of Australian teams how many Australian coaches do we have in Super Rugby coaching one. show teams? One, yes. Dan Miguela for the Brumbies. So it's um, no, a valid point, definitely. Uh, but the, I don't know. The spies are getting, they're integrating them. Uh, I mean, even, look, even, 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 even the guy we talked about last year, Simon Cron, who uh, yeah. we all thought was going to take over as coach, uh, but was screwed over because they're, well, it's not the lack of planning. We've already talked about this. There's no planning in the Waratahs office. <laughs> um, but even he, I mean, he's a Kiwi as well. So, I mean, he's been over here coaching um, subbies and, and raid rugby for quite a while. But, uh, again, another Kiwi. So. Look, I, I, I'm definitely not a coach. But if you were to put me in any other <laughs> country, right? If, if you were to put me in a New Zealand, like a coaching system for New Zealand, for South Africa, for whoever it is, the games you want to win against the, the country you're from, you want to beat the Aussies. So the Aussies obviously want to beat Kiwis, but these Kiwis want to get one up on their counterparts. 100% oh, they do. Yeah, like, yeah. they're going to be extra hungry for this sort of stuff. That's true. You've, just, that's, you've come up with a great idea. We should send Nelson over as a coach <laughs> to New Zealand. You know Mate, what I mean? Just, it's like an internal mole, like a spy. Bring them down from within. Nice. I already told you, I've got the job Definitely. with Fiji. Mate. Have you? Uh, are you the, the next Fiji? Tabs, Tabs has got me at the Chiefs a little the bit The water well, boy for Fiji. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. The carver boy. There's, there's never... The carver boy, yeah. All New Zealand Is that coaches. what's in those water bottles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was our secret. We weren't meant to tell anyone. Yeah, all, all New Zealand coaches that we've had, name one that... Uh, has actually performed for for both the Wallabies and obviously the Tars with Gibson. There's been so you've you've named I don't know just two, the, two the most coaches. successful Super Rugby coach ever who came across to the Wallabies. And when he's poor, yeah, but mate, we also have had shit Aussie coaches. Like good Aussie coaches do shit. Like mate. our our issues are deeper than that. So well, I don't think this is the time yeah. for it in the pod. But yeah, yeah. No, it, just, he's, he's I good, just want to see. I want to put the you know. He's a good, he's a good mate of Dick Smith. All right, Australian yeah. thirst. Australian <laughs> thirst. There's a simple thing for me, right? Yeah. I would rather we have the best coach that's going to make of us win rather job. than the most Aussie coach. Of course. Bloody simple. Of course. If we can take people from other countries, put them in our team, and Utilize them in that sort of way. Why wouldn't we do it as a coach? Well, look, guys, you've just you've given me the perfect segue. Talking about coaches being from the country that they're coaching. How good! Our is. next coach we're going to talk about, Nabon. Who's he? Uh, Neo ne- Neoya Okubo. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Na-o- Naoya. And this is, and it's Okubo. even more relevant because little known fact, but the super sub was born in Japan, so it's his country of in, origin as well. In Chiba, yeah. So it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a good thing to talk about. But no, he's, um, he's, he's actually a big unit himself. He actually played for Japan. Um, 23 caps, in fact, from uh, 99 to 04. Mm. Um, what position did he play? He was he's a flanker, was he? He's a flanker. Yeah. He's a flanker. Yeah. He's big, yeah. he's, for a Japanese bloke, 6'2", 100 kicks. So, you know, yeah, far, bit, from far a few between. He's a bit of a unit. And he was with the um, Sunwolves under 
TB under Tony Brown. No, no. So I, it was the last two years as being assistant coach, and Tony Brown was also an assistant coach. Yeah, uh, was, was Tony yeah. Brown like it was, he was Tony Brown was kind, kind of head coach. Yeah, he was kind of. Jamie head Joseph coach. was a head coach, yeah. but it was kind of Tony Brown was head coach. Yeah, yeah. Tony Brown was basically running. So running, yeah, exactly. but two yeah. two gun <clears throat> blokes to bloody mentor you. I understand. Um, you know, yeah, that's, that's that's brilliant that they've got a Japanese coach. 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, obviously you want your own uh, your own in there, but mm. now Toby Brown's obviously gone to the Highlanders. Mm. Yep. Um, he's yeah, he's taken the head coach, and um, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll. We'll see him perform. I don't know what we're supposed to expect from the Sunwolves well, this year. Yeah, I guess in, but, in terms of other, like, you know, we, we don't know that much about him, but in terms of other information, he has had some of his own success. So he, uh, he was the director of the Suntory Sangolaith uh, for three seasons. Um, and two of those, he, he, he guided the club to back-to-back championships. So 2012 and 2013 won the top league. He so. just he loves the sun, mate. Suntory Sangolaith, now the Sunwolves. He also loves the whiskey, mate. Uh, yes. Yeah. So. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Like, it's That's good. what's in there during bottles. Yeah. <laughs> no, it can't be anything but good <clears throat> Japanese rugby to have someone just had come off those two years of mentoring and uh, now well, this... have the platform of the Sunwolves. I mean, despite we don't know whether they'll be back in the competition yeah. next year, yeah, I suspect they will. I suspect that'll get worked out. And I don't think they'll want to be anymore. Well, I don't think they need to be, but I, yeah. think, I think they will, though. Um, we've now realised we need them. It's a gateway to Asia, mate. Yeah, 100%. 1.8 million new Asian people uh, fans started playing rugby or something, like just or getting into rugby. I don't know. I forget what the stats were. But mm. This is the kind of detailed information you can expect from this is good. rugby. Don't, don't worry. We don't, we don't <laughs> work with stats or anything, so no. just throw out... Things like that. All right, well, excellent. That's probably enough for the entree then. A uh, little teaser. And uh, why don't we get stuck straight into the main course. The reason we're here, let's talk about the young guns that we're excited for in Super Rugby 2020. Um, because we're, we're not always biased, we're not going to start with the Waratahs. Uh, it's not because that's just the order of the notes that we put in here. But look, we're, we're very impartial. So why don't we start with the Brumbies? Um, and uh, who wants to kick us? Nels, what are you, well, what yeah. are you looking for? I'll, um, we, we all know Rob Valentini. He's becoming sort of a household name. He's only 21 years old, but we won't go into too much details about him. Yeah, Wallaby squad. Yeah, yeah, lots of injuries as well. But for me, an interesting thing at the Brumbies is going to be the the battle for the second row, battle for the locks. You've got Darcy Swain. He's 22 years old. He's been there for a while. He's a big body, 200 centimetres, 113 kilograms. Uh, He's a really skilled lock. Yeah, Um, that's what I like about him. Yeah, so he's a brilliant super rugby like dynamic lock that could be great to have in your side I think in fantasy footy um, he's been knocking down that door of Super Rugby sort of starting jersey for quite a while now well especially with yeah the two locks <clears throat> with the Brums they're heading over so it's huge yeah they're, they're, opportunity. they're losing both Rory Arnold and um, Sam Carter yeah. But yeah, look, he's been brilliant in the under twenties, brilliant at the NRC. Um, he actually captained the Vikings um, this season, so he's sort of got a little bit of that leadership role about him. He's just amazing in the lineout, very very solid. He pretty much gets everything. Mm. Uh, he carries hard. He's got a really really good work rate, so he's he's perfect for that sort of position. Yeah. Um, and he's competing with Nick Frost, who mm. is two hundred and five centimeters, so bigger, mm. and one hundred and ten kilograms. Um, and he's, fill, he's filling out that frame as well. He put on yeah. 50 kilos, yeah. Yeah, former Wallaby um, coach Matt Williams said that he's the most talented 20-year-old lock since John Eels. Well, wow. it, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a hell of a rap. But yeah. um, if you want if, if you want to try see something, you know, sometimes it's hard for these youngsters to find footage to, uh, you know, to get to get a raps on them. But if you look up Nick Frost in, in the Under Twenties World Cup uh, earlier this year, 
He scored one hell of a try. So you have this two two metre lock running about sixty metres off a kickoff. I think he gets it off the kickoff and he just palms off one or two, and then he's got he is, pace. Yeah, yeah, he is quick. Yeah. That that leg stride, like yeah. a lot of a lot of leg in those strides. <laughs> it was a horse in full gallop, mate. It was, uh, it was well, impressive. He interestingly got picked up by the Crusaders development program mm. um, and went across there in two thousand and seventeen before he returned back for the Aussie under twenties and, and back into the Brumbies squad mm. um, for the World Championship for the the under twenties. Um, he's just exciting. Oh, for me, I, I prefer him over Blake Enova. So yeah. I mean, I'd mm-hmm. love to see Swain and Frost both getting some good game yeah. time. Man, I'd, yeah. I'd like to say I say it every time, Blake, you're never going to be in the starting team again. But uh, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 he is. He's, he, what was he? he was quite a leadership role for the Canberra Vikings. Was he captain for? No, no. Uh, oh, he might have he, been he, actually, he was but, captain, but. Um, that was been taken off and given to uh, Darcy Swain. Yeah, so true. But I, honestly, I will. Uh, I will give anyone. I think we'll all give anyone a go who's, who's come from the Canterbury system, yeah, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll, anyone from Canterbury want to come to Australia? We'll sign Especially you. Especially because he's Aussie and he's gone there. It's like perfect. Yeah, exactly. Infiltrate their system a bit. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Cool. All right. So then, that's a good one. That's a battle for the locks. Hopefully, we see yeah some these young guys getting a lot of time. Mm. Um, you'll at least see one of them in the starting side, and I reckon yeah. you'll see one of them on the bench. And yeah. uh, by the end of the season, hopefully, you see another on the bench. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, ideally, but uh, all right. Well, look, I'll jump into my favourites, the front rowers. You know, the most important players on the field, the nice. engine room. Um, and we've got uh, real unfortunate for us, Shambek Lavui. Uh, he has left the Waratahs and he has now gone down to the Brumbies. So Dan McKell has just given him a good pitch. Um, he's a very exciting young uh, young prop. Yeah. He's he's one of these blokes who um, he's he's like Asafa Amua, one of my favourite players. He's like a very very athletic and quick um, prop. You know, like. Uh, He's, he's scored quite a few long range tries in the NRC. Yeah, he, um, he can he can bump. He can like bump people off, palm people off. He's got a little bit of a goose step about yeah. him. He's he's quite yeah. an exciting player to watch. And I think look, last year we were excited because he came across from the Force. He was with the Waratahs, and you're thinking, great, he's going to be uh, under understudy of Sakopi Kepu. Yeah. They're going to give him some minutes. And look, I mean, he did did get a, a suffer an injury last year, but it just feels like they weren't really, I guess giving him like they didn't give him a chance uh, they brought in Chris Talakai to kind of yeah. seal down that bench and spot Robertson was injured as well for most of this no season. yeah Robertson's a, tight, uh, a loose head this is a very yeah, yeah, tight yeah, head yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. but he, he could have he could have got some good game time this year yeah but look there's, I mean there's, as, we, as we'll see when we go to this pod there's a lot of really exciting you know, props but uh, he's, he's certainly one of them and I think um, he's I mean, look, he's, the, the pitch he's been sold is he's gone down and they've said, well, look, mate, you can be Alan Alatoa's understudy. We'll literally put you on the bench for every game. And uh, since Alan, who is probably, uh, I'd say our best prop in Australia at the moment, yeah, um, exactly. yeah. since, since Alan has literally played like every minute of rugby for the last, like every team he's played for, the Wallabies, bloody the Brumbies, the last couple of years, uh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see them maybe try and trade a few minutes, rest him a little bit more. Um I mean, if I get him in my fantasy team again, uh, I don't want that to happen. He was a rock for me last year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, excited about Vui and um, getting some game time under his belt. And another front rower, we've got... Uh, I always get the two names confused, but um, Ryan Lonigan. So nope. Lock- Lachlan. Lachlan. Did I? Did he's, I just... He's I, the hooker. Yeah. I flipped yeah, him yeah. for you. I put Lachlan, that's uh, why I You did the old switcheroo on me, all right? I'm saying, yeah, classic <laughs> stitch-up. Um, Lachlan Lonegan. Mate, you got to know your stuff. <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. The 20-year-old. So, he look, he's a... He's a, he's a, he's a like Vui, um, he's one of these kind of new generations of a little bit smaller smaller front rowers. <clears> he's only uh, 180 centimetres and 99 kegs. But um, he's one hell of a play. He's, he's basically been... He was one of the stars of the, the uh, under-20s Wallabies um, in the World Cup. 
Um, and he was absolutely dominating for the Vikings uh, in the NRC this last year. Um, he, yeah, he's generally a very exciting prospect going yeah, forward. He's going up some against some real good and old and developed hookers and just absolutely nailing it. Like he's yeah. he's one of those guys that he's he's um can, can do all the fundamentals, can can scrum, line outs are good, but he's a hell of a player on the on the park. You know, he's got great hands, he makes breaks, he's, he's, he's got game vision. Yeah. As, as a hooker, his X factor is the the fact that he can do that other stuff. Like yeah. you see him throwing offloads or running a ball out from inside his own twenty to score. Mm. Like that's legitimately what he can do. Yeah. Now, so before we get too carried away with him, he uh, look he's he is very young and he's the third. He's going to be the third place hooker in the squad. Yeah. But um, so I don't think we're going to see him get that much game time. But mm. look, if they put a bit of size on him in the gym, the strength and conditioning program is going well. He'll definitely be training the house down. Um, I think he's definitely if he puts a little bit of a few kilos on, he'll definitely be better than Connell McKern- McKerney. McKinnery. McKinnery. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't see him early on getting much game nah, time. Sure. I think he'll work his way onto the bench by the back end of the season. But yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if Falau Fienga gets injured, yeah, then, um, then he's, he's, he's someone to watch. Yeah. yeah. For sure. All right. Well, look, with that, I was talking about my position. Nabang, why don't you talk about your position, the least important yeah, the, in the game? Yeah, the halfback yeah. spot. And um, the other Lonergan brother. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Ryan. His name is Ryan, Craig. It's good. Well, we're just <laughs> checking if you could still... After my fuck-up, if you could, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's, he's, a, he's a solid young gun. He's about 21 years old. Um, halfback. And he's actually... He did well when, when Joe Powell... He didn't start at the start of the NRC season. Yeah, I think he... Um, I don't know if it was an injury, but he missed the first few games. Yeah. He was probably off surfing, Powell. You know, yeah. like he could have been in the Wallabies squad. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that start... Yeah, the start... Early on. Um, mm. Early on. But yeah, no, he um, he ended up actually starting five of the seven games. Mm. Um, yeah, over Joe Powell. Over Joe Powell. So yeah, yeah he had those first couple games. He, he just played so well that Powell turned back up. They gave Powell a match, then they went, hang on. <laughs> like, he's, he's not doing he's as well good. as Lonigan. Yeah, Lonigan's got yeah. a better understanding of their, their structures, and mm. Lonigan basically locked down that spot, including the grand final. And if you want to know who this bloke is, uh, I mean, Nabung last season on the pod, on the Super Sub, he, he called Sam White like a big baby. Um, this guy <laughs> literally looks like the youngest player you'll see on the field. He, he looks does. like someone lost their child, somehow he got kitted up and wound up on the field. So yeah. um, he is the youngest and smallest looking bloke. Baby uh, face. But, um, but yeah, so again, uh, will we, we see much of him? We might see him. Uh, look, I actually think you could see a bit of him. Right. I mean, obviously Powell's got more experience, oh, but Powell will be there. Um, you'd assume Powell will be the first choice. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, Vikings is is the the team you know developing into the Brumbies, and yeah. uh, they lent on Lonigan a lot. So mm. um, obviously that can be a bit of a development tactic. The the Brumbies aren't too silly, so they're probably giving him a bit more game time. But he did so well that I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the bench getting good game time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, good, decent amount of game time. Which maybe that's, rather than being a positive for him, maybe it's a negative for Powell. Yeah. Right. Well, um, especially when it's going to be a new 10 since Leas yep. is gone. So there's going to be a combination yep. building there. And that's is a good segue. Great right? segue, and that takes us on to Beautiful, what is mate. the question all fantasy managers want to know about with the Brumbies. Oh. And Nels, why don't you take us through this, mate? Mate, this, this is my, my baby, so I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> nail this down. I... There's a fight for the, the Wallabies fly half, and I think this is a, a good chance that you're going to get a couple of blokes here over the next few years that will have this a crack. Huge. Putting their heads yeah. up. Um, there's three. It's a three-way battle. So, first of all, the most Can likely I, is... I, I think it's fair to say that people not from Australia might not have heard of any of these three blokes. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah 100%. Yeah, it's, so it's exciting. I think that generally will be be really exciting. Noah Lalesio is going to be the guy who's... He's touted to, to take that starting 10 jersey. Yep. Um, He's, he started seven of the nine NRC games 
um, for the Vikings. Yeah. Two games went to Bailey Kunzel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, uh, uh, Lalesio has just this ability to find space, create gaps, and, and put players in motion around him in, into those gaps. Yeah. He's really, really exciting. He's he's uh, was brilliant at the end of twenties as well. He's got he's got some like uh, composure past his years. I think. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah and, uh, that's what I think sets him apart. Yeah. yeah, and I mean that's what I think they've said. He's very mature yeah. as well, like mm. on and off the field. Mm. Um, he's he's toughest competition's Bailey Kunzel. Mm. Um, he's a, a young Southern Districts boy. Came out of Newington College. Um, he's a very different style player to Lalesio. He's a little bit bigger. He's six foot one, ninety two kilos. Mm. He's much more likely to hit that line, and then try to take in defenders with him, throw offloads. He's still got really good hands, mm. um, but he is quite a different sort of style to Lelesio. Yeah. Um, right. The third one there is, I don't know if I, he, I'm most excited about him. I think mm. I am. Mm. He's just the talent of, of him and how young he is, but yeah. it's going to be hard for him to get really game time this year or in the next couple of years. But Reese Jen Pasatoa, mm. um, he's just been so impressive, and they've been talking about him. Um, in the start of the preseason, how exciting he is, and there's a little couple of videos that have popped up on, yeah. on uh, Twitter and things of him just stepping players. And the definition of fast twitch muscle fibers. He is <laughs> he is just so exciting. Mm. Um, he's WA born, mm. but he's a Queensland schools prodigy. Yeah. He signed with the Brumbies when he was still in year eleven. Yeah, like that is crazy. That speaks volumes. Um, wow. he's, he's another sort of big bodied fly half. I'm not too sure how big he is because he, he's just coming out of school, but yeah. he, he's. I don't know, he's sort of got a bit of what Lolesio has, a bit of what Kunzel has, and then mm. got his own X-Factor with how, how exciting and agile he is on top of it. Um, Absolutely. And he's a product of the, um, and we'll see it kind of again going through the rest of the, the players, product of that fighting, fight, Australia fighting fight. Fighting fight. So, yeah, um, so we're really starting to sign these players much earlier so we, we avoid losing them to league, yeah, overseas, so, whatever. So. I mean, maybe we can thank Castle for having a few of these guys in, in this lineup, mm. in, in this list for us today. But Or for Israel Falafel um, leaving so that yeah, sponsorship yeah, money well. could go to that. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pasatoa, you don't assume he's going to get game time early, mm. but who knows? Like, none of these guys have experienced Super Rugby, yeah. so... It wouldn't be the most crazy thing in the world yeah. to see him getting some game time this year um, if he's if he's proving that he's doing well enough. Yeah. Um, but Kunzel and Lalesio have been in the system at least, so they understand yeah. a little bit more of what what's being asked of them. Yeah. And I was going to say, you were just we were talking earlier about by all reports at down to Brumby's trading, uh, that Pasatoa has been absolutely lighting yeah. it up. So, yeah, uh, like. Again, he's probably too young, but uh, I mean to see, to be thrown straight in there. He's, but yeah, he's, you don't he's want another to rush one. Him in there either. One hundred percent, you don't necessarily want to unless yeah. you're ready. I, I, I'm a firm believer. If you're, re- you're ready, you're old enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll be honest. I'd rather rush him in there than lose him. So if I could put him in, <laughs> that's me, but, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty crazy that we've got these three very exciting tens all mm. at the Brumbies. When if you looked last year, we're seeing they're going, who are our tens for mm. the future? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, these guys were there coming through, but they just weren't there yet. Yeah, hopefully McKellar can nurture them. Yeah, and yeah, I think so. Them in the right way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, and the last player we'll talk about the Brumbies. Uh, I mean, another one who could play fire half, but uh, Mac Hansen. So yeah, another Mac. We've got Mac Mason. We're coming up to, but also yeah. Mac Hansen. Um, actually, we're not coming. We're, up to, we're, we're going to talk about. We're, we're not talking about Mac <laughs> Mason, but we just Australia has a trend this year of having very similar names, and you'll you'll get that through this. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's it. Unless he can be Mac the knife and uh, <laughs> knife someone in the back, I don't see him getting much time. But uh, well, I mean he. Best chance. Yes, yeah, exactly. So he's another under school uh, Australia schoolboys under twenties, um, twenty one years old. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's really kind of crafting out his position as fullback, but yep. he has has played quite a bit of ten. 
you know, one of those gun playmakers. Yeah, he's not a, he's not a big guy, but he's quite quick. And he's dynamic, and and he yeah, he can mm. play like ball in hand, try to create his own space, or can create space for blokes around him. Yeah. So the only reason we might we, we're mentioning him is because he might somehow wind his way up to a bench position because he's offering a bit more. He's offering that utility. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't think so, but you know, just yeah, and it's hard. Like I mean, you never know. Tom Banks goes down. They don't necessarily have. An out and out, like fullback to take over him. So mm. um, there's chances, but yeah, you wouldn't be picking them up early for sure. All right, sweet. Well, that's enough of the Brumbies. Yep. Let's, we're going to move on to the Waratahs then, because no, um, Nelson think, and I have no, nailed no, it. No, we're going to no, get Nate no, Monk no. to introduce no, this Nelson, first bloke. I think Nelson really can nail this name, so okay. we'll, just, Mate, we'll just we'll just let him go. For I'll, it. I'll say the name, then you can continue on. Yeah, does right. that sound good? Let's do it. All right, we can go so for he, it. Mark Nawanganita Wase. I'm going to win a Wasek. Yeah, that's the one. You nailed it. <laughs> and Harry Johnson Holmes was telling us earlier how to say it. It's Nwanga, where's your car keys? That's, just yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. 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 Um, that's the rhythm of it anyway. Um, yeah. um, this guy's got a lot of hype, hasn't he, boys? He, um, I'm just frothing on this bloke. Yeah, this is, um, and that's why I kind of <clears> wanted Nelson to have a good crack at his name as well there. But um, it's all Nelson can talk about at the moment. He's 19 years old, but he is, what, 190 centimetres? Nearly a hundred kegs, or ninety-seven yeah. kegs, yeah. and he can move, and he can shift. He yeah. is just got this ability in the air that mm. I mean, the only people that we're talking about in rugby in Australia that can do it is one we will no longer name, which Clark did earlier. Yeah, I instantly regretted. And, that. and <laughs> one we'll see the following year. We can, t- we can take that now. The he who shall not be named. You know, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. It's, um, yeah, uh, no, he he's aerial skills. It was he was probably player of the under twenties World Cup. Uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, maybe the French number ten was so the, the French ultimately won against mm. the, yeah. the, the Junior Wallabies. But um, it was interesting as well. Like he he was close to not being involved in it. Mm. He was on his way signed. I don't know with who for some team in New Zealand. Right. Um, and sounds, it, sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, with with a mate, another guy from um, from Sydney. They were both going across there. Mm. The other guy ended up going. Uh, Mark got the call. Yeah. Do you want to stay play Aussie under twenties? Oh yeah, why not? And mm. then he ends up scoring in like I think it was the first game there in like yeah. less than a minute, it's like the second fastest try ever in mm. under twenties. Like yeah, absolutely. And stamp his name. And Nelson, Nelson and I want to just say it's uh, it's probably about at least fifty to sixty percent our Twitter campaign to uh, make, <laughs> yeah. make the Waratahs just actually sign him. Uh, we we abused, of, <laughs> abused the Tars instead of the yeah, development right. squad, but. Um, no, he's an absolute gun. And just talking earlier about Rob Penny and um, his ability to kind of nurture and develop young players. Uh, and I guess coming into the clean slate, you know, probably more willing to just give people a go. Nelson and I think we could very well and should very well see Mark starting on the wing. 100%. I, I, look, I don't think, for me, mm. it might not be the first couple of games. I think mm. we'll probably see him on the bench. Yeah. yeah. But I'm... I'm willing to make a bet on this guy. You know, I mean, like he's yeah. not going to be in my first couple rounds, but mm. I would pick this guy up yeah. later on if he's available, and he will be my well, mate. If he's on the bench, yeah, right. I will probably pick this guy up and have yeah. him on my bench yeah, yeah. because I am actually genuinely excited. Yeah, right. Very, very excited about this bloke. The fact that he's Aussie makes it even more exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and we've said maybe he'll fill a bit of that void. Uh, he's got a, a name almost as difficult. It starts with the same two letters, but as uh, Tequila Naira of Oro. So, yep. um, my favourite player, the flying fridge. It would be uh, great to have him back. But mm. yeah, no one can need a say is Fijian as well. Just Fijian a, heritage. Just a side note on Naira of Oro. Have you seen how good he looks now? Yes. He's looking just good. A photo. He's just yeah. like a calendar shoot or something. And far out, mate. He looks ripped. Yeah, he's, he's 
be good to get him back. He, he just bro- I think he just broke all like the stats. For, I, mean, we, I mean, I frothed him all the time. We spoke about him last year, but he broke all the records for the Premiership rugby last year. Yeah. Probably going to go do even more this year. He's in Northampton. Um, is he in Northampton? Uh, I, I think remember. so. Yeah, Saints. Yeah. He's playing Saints yeah. with Kellaway's over there as well. Kellaway's back, mate. Is he? Yeah, Kellaway is, is back in the Rebels. Okay. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, you froth on Kellaway. I was. Man, I'm excited that he's back, but he's no longer under that 23 mark. I don't think. That's it. So this is about as much of a mention as he's getting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. <Who's> Kellaway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Andrew Kellaway? No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Next player to talk about Will Harrison. So um, as we said, the only mention that Mac Mason's really getting is that uh, he's not under 23, and we know he'll be the starting uh, fly half for the Waratahs. So thank God for all that game time that he's been given in previous years to really settle in. Um, but, but no, we're hoping that it's not the same with uh, with Will Harrison. So Will Harrison was the um, under tw- Australian under twenties uh, fly half in the World Cup. Big wraps on him. Um, he yeah. he yeah. again one of those players who um, I guess is a, is a kind of built the same way as Bernard Foley, but um, very composed, structured player. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really was. I mean, always the fly halves are generally the lead pivot of a team. But he he really stepped up and was leading that yeah. team around the park. It's right. it's funny. He he's a. Maybe a similar mould to, as you said, Foley, but also Mac Mason. They're, mm. they're shorter sort of blokes. Yeah. Um, they're not afraid to run the ball, but it's not necessarily their strongest sort of factor running into contact. Yeah. Um, sure. But Will Harrison is he's also got a little bit more agility to him. Yeah. Um, he's actually a great defender as well. Yeah. So and he's he's got a high work rate as well. Mm. So how does he rate to those Brumbies teams just across the? Oh board? look, I for me, I think he he could be up there. I think yeah, he, right. he could be on a similar sort of level as, as the the tens there. I think we will see him probably taking over later on in the season than Mac, um, Mason. But again, new coach, Penny, we don't know. He yeah. could start either one, he could love one. Um, the thing is that these are both really good tens there. So um, Mac also- Mason just hasn't had the chance to develop. He's a brilliant he just needs that confidence yeah that's true so basically being the backup to, to Mason it means he's more than likely to be that 10 on the bench yeah um, the only other factor we'll say is of course there is still you know there's rumours Curly Beal talking about going back to 10 um, I think so you know that could well happen I don't think we'll see a lot of Beal at 10 my, yeah. my honest opinion is we'll, we won't see him there unless we need to see him there you know what mm. I mean unless Will Harrison Mac Mason are really struggling mm. and yeah. even then I think we're talking about Penny wanting to develop guys. Yeah. We need a 10. Yeah, Moving that's, forward, that's you need a 10. True. So yeah, I think true. Yeah. you're likely to see these guys fighting it out yeah. and maybe sharing a bit of game time. Maybe Mac Mason gets 60 minutes, that's Harrison true. gets 20 minutes. And, and to be fair, if you hadn't figured it out already, Bernard Foley, obviously, he's gone over to Japan. He's playing for yeah. the Kubota Spears. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's Will Harrison. All right, well, let's um, move it on. We'll get on to uh, Elton John. Elton John, no. Uh, real name, Ryan McCauley. Yeah. Um, he definitely got stitched up by his mates when we were looking on his Wikipedia page, though. It said uh, that his, his birth name was Elton John. So there's, uh, have a bit of a geese if you don't believe us yourself. His, his old man was uh, listed as Magic Mike as well. So, um, you know, I think that someone's had a bit of fun there. Yeah. 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 Uh, very good. But, um, no, Ryan McCauley, uh, he was part of the Australian schoolboys, Aussie under-20s. Um, for two years, he's, he's pretty stock standard, um, but uh, he, he looks very much like Rob Simmons. That's yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, look, that, that's my note. So he could annoy he's, me a little bit. He's, he's basically, if, if we have Rob Simmons and Ryan McCauley start as the starting locks for the Waratahs, like, I don't know. I'm not, look, gonna, I, I'm not going to the games, for starters. But, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think he's got a bit of potential. He has that wet pillow look about him. <laughs> like, he looks like <laughs> Rob Simmons. Yeah, right. But I think if, as long as he's working hard he's got a high work rate yeah. I think he's 
growing into a, his body like we're talking about a few other locks as well in, in Australian rugby mm. um, I think he's got something about him I just don't think he's necessarily hard enough yet so if he can toughen up maybe it is the fact that he's got a Kiwi Canterbarian coach maybe that's what he needs true so he's definitely he's, he's filled out his frame now so I think he's, he's 21 or 22 I actually forget but um, he's now he's, he's, so he's the reason that I Drop, uh, you know, group him up with Rob Simmons. Where he, I could be being a bit harsh on that, but you he's are. literally exact same. Phys- harsh, <laughs> he's the exact same physical structure, even as the same yeah. face. So he's, he's two, just over the two meter mark, 115 kegs. Um, the the face is a condition, man. Don't be so rude. It's got wet pillow itis. Right? But talking to pillows, mate, it's kind of like a bring a pillow to the game with you if you want to watch those guys play. But, um, anyway, we'll see. We'll see if he can prove us wrong. Um, and so the reason we mentioned him, uh, particularly as a young gun, is because yeah, the the, the locked positions are kind of wide open there at the Tars and. Well, Rob we, Simmons will be playing. Well, Rob Simmons unfortunately yeah. will definitely be playing. Yeah. Uh, unless we, you know, we can only yeah. take one Simmons though. We can't take mm. him yeah. and uh, Elton John. So the next guy is the guy who I would like to see just be playing at lock. Um, just grow a little bit. Just be awesome. Just, yeah, f- put a few more centimeters on. Lockie Swinton. Uh, I mean, it was all through last year. I think I was talking him up, and everyone mm. was giving me. He came on as well. A he few did. Times. He, he played yeah. six for He's a couple exciting. of times. Um, yeah. So that He's he, actually solid. He really. Yeah. I think he probably wants to play six. Um, he, he's just a little bit too short at 194 centimeters, six four. Um, probably mm-hmm. maybe to be in the lock. I personally don't think so. He's he's 113 <clears> kegs, so he's got that big frame. Um, and he's just what I loved about him was it's the first sign I've seen since Dan Vickerman of just yeah. that aggressive yeah, he, he just hard he just wants yeah. to hit people and that's yeah. what I like, I like about it you know? I just want someone yeah. there willing to do the dirty work you know? yeah like, I mean you've got Dempsey there filling that sort of 6-8 role as well and exactly. Holloway there f- mm. filling that sort of 6 yeah. lock I, I I would love to see this guy getting some good game time mm. and who knows with Penny where he's going to sort of put him it all comes down to yeah. his new coach you know mm. we've seen him there at six but yeah. if we're not afraid to throw him in in the lock it could could be a good thing there that's it yeah he has that he has uh, like Holloway has has shown the, that aggression uh, that Lockie has in the past and Holloway's got those skills that maybe Swinton doesn't have but every game Swinton turns up to play and he's going to go hard so yeah. Um, but I think we'll definitely see him feature a lot and I'm hoping it's in there as lock. yeah hopefully mm, yeah um, alright next one that we have on the list here uh, is Charlie Gamble um, he's 23 years old and he has a bit of a New Zealand background to start off with he was with the Crusaders Academy so not a bad start, yep. to be honest. Uh, we, like, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> we do like that. Um, Apparently you like it in players but not coaches, mate. Sorry, what? You like yeah. it in, as a player, but if he's coaching, you, you're, you're yeah. against it. Rob Penny, Canterbury. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how we go. I like the players. But yeah, he's had um, a, Gamble's had an interesting career trajectory. Yeah, he? no, because he was, what, he played subbies in 2018. Did he come out here and just go out for beers with you a couple of nights, mate? Is that what happened? <laughs> that, the rando um, that bumped into the pub. Everyone knows subbies is the best comp in the world. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, what, play the competition for subbies, obviously gets a call up and uh, absolutely dominates it for East in 2019. and. Um, ends up getting a Guernsey for the NRC for the Rays. So. Yeah, and he was he was probably the player of the Rays. Uh, he was, uh, yeah. Competition. Yeah. Rays were always uh, always sort of been a bit of a frustrating team to watch, but he definitely he's an exciting player. Mm. And he's still what is he twenty three or something? Twenty three. Yeah. So yeah. If, we, if we were to compare him to <clears throat> other uh, flankers, I'd say he's kind of been more of a Pete Samu build. Um, Pete Samu's up. I think he's more of a seven than Pete Samu is. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's a little bit more of a, the seven, but yeah. he's. His other sort of, I suppose, his running ability, that sort of mm. stuff, defence, like, yeah. is similar, I'd for, say. For sure. And then, look, we've got another two uh, back rowers to talk about um, as well. We've got 
Carlo Tizano, yep. um, who Nelson isn't happy with me constantly comparing to Liam Gill, but it's just because he wears the exact same headgear and he's kind of built the same. Yeah, he's um, not he's not Liam Gillesque, but <laughs> but anyway, look, he's a so he's a young, he's nineteen years old, he's a out and out number seven. Um, he you know play, playing for Australian schools. Bent, he was playing for under twenties in the World Cup, but. He was uh, he was filling that bench position, so unfortunately, that's why many people might not have heard of him because um, he was behind <coughs> the junior Wallabies captain Fraser McWright, 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 who we'll yeah. get on to. Uh, but no, he was a hell of a player, and uh, he had a very very impressive NRC with yeah. uh, with the Western Force. Um, and uh, he, you know, I, I don't know. He's I think he's probably more a developer development player. Yeah, he he's twenty three. No, sorry, this is um designer. So he's nineteen. Yeah, he'll he'll be there developing. I don't think we'll really get to see the bloke. We just got to put him in yeah. um, because he is a bit of an exciting young guy. But I, I guess the only thing worth mentioning is that with uh, with Will Miller moving from the Tars down to the Brumbies, if they even though they never rest Hooper. If they're going to rest Hooper, and if or if he gets injured, then there's not that many out and out seven. So it's probably going to be between Gamble and Susano. Is there someone else I, I'm not thinking of? Uh, it it sort of depends how that. Someone, it depends how that um, back row shapes up. You could yeah. see Dempsey trying to fill a role there on an odd occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not necessarily the best pilfer in the whole comp, mm, mm. but then again, neither is Hooper. Yeah, you know, Hooper's developed it a bit more, but. Um, but yeah, onto our next guy in a second. If he mm. moves into to eight, you know, true that back and row will share. Will share some time. Yeah, absolutely. So another nineteen-year-old, uh, Will Harris, um, again under twenties, absolute gun. This bloke, uh, he, he's not. He's he's certainly got a few cards, uh, a few yellows. I think he got might have got a red at some point as well. But uh, throughout the under twenties World Cup, but um, yeah, he's he's another one. I'm very happy to fighting Australia fighting rugby fund whatever is signed. Yeah. Um, because he was, uh, yeah, he was had plenty of calls from the rugby league teams. Um, yep. Big bloke, already 194 centimeters, 105 <clears throat> kilos at 19, and uh, and he's not afraid to use that. So he is another guy that I think we could be looking at a future Wallaby. It's mm. it's a, a big call because there are a lot of guys at this sort of age group that are coming through. But um, he's an exciting player, and I I hope we see some game time from him this year. Um, there's a chance we will. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, and then look, the last one for the Tars, Angus Bell. So 19-year-old, uh, he's a prop, um, and he's kind of in the squad. No, sorry, Will Harris. So Will Harris is not actually in the official squad. He's development, kind of a development, development squad. squad. And yeah. signed with Rugby Australia. And with Rugby Australia. But Angus Bell is actually in the squad, in yeah. the Waratah squad. Um, he, I think he's, no, I'm pretty sure he's a loose head. He might be a tight head. Um, I'm actually, I should I, know this. I'm not sure. I think, actually, he's, he's probably a tight head, but he... Um, he uh, again, like I don't know how much game time we'll see him get. Uh, loose head's pretty locked down with Tommy Robertson and um, HJH, mm-hmm. Johnson yeah. Holmes. Um, tight head is Chris Talakai in there, um, and I don't. Know, we could see Angus Bell get some time off the bench, but so he's in the actual squad, not the development mm-hmm. squad, which which suggests that yeah, they're going to see him get some minutes at some point. Yeah, um, but he he's been one of like the best players in the junior Wallabies. Yeah, um, he, he's got a pretty good pedigree as well. His dad was a, a former Wallaby hooker and uh, Queensland Reds forwards coach. Hmm. Uh, Mark Bell. So, and he's come through Newton, that sort of system as well. He's he's sort of been groomed for for this next level. So it'll be good to see. I, I suppose over the next coming years, him have a chance. I don't think we'll see much of him this year. True, yeah. that terrible system they have over Newton. Um, all right, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep dropping it because there's a lot in this. <laughs> All right, sorry, uh, I've uh, kept Nabung out too long. Nabung, why don't you take us on to the next team? That'll do us for the Tars. Um, yeah, beauty. So we'll take over from the Rebels, mm. uh, moving over. Um, so we've got Trevor Jose. He's actually Hosea. another... Hosea. Hosea. Trevor 
true. Right, eh? right. uh, he's another lock to show his class in the under twenties in the in the world championship. Mm-hmm. Um, what he's a big boy standing at number five, two hundred and three centimeters, one fifteen <clears throat> kegs, and he scored a try, didn't he? At a real pace. He did. No, was that, that, a try? that was Frost I was talking about. You oh, go Frost, back the yeah, highlights. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Trevor Hosea did certainly score some tries as well, but he's. Um, yeah, he's he's like uh, he's my type of lock. He's um, he's a big unit. The fleshy uh, uh, really gets in there. I think he, he his highlights of the under twenties World Cup. He really smashed a few blokes. That's most of his highlights. But um, but he's he's kind of the way I see him is like Isaiah Walker Leawery for the Hurricanes. He's yeah, one of those kind of freakishly athletic big units. So um, yeah, he's one to watch for sure. He could yeah. like if Luke Jones or Matty Phillip gets injured, he could slot in there. Is, That's it. Is that what we're thinking? Well, so yeah, I mean, I guess with the Rebels locks, they've got um, yeah Luke Jones and Matty Phillips. Jones has it's, been wanting to play six, yeah, but yeah. you know he might be forced into mm-hmm. to play more lock because um, they've got quite a few uh, back rowers. But um, there's also uh, there's an, like Trevor, Trevor Jose. There's also another young gun who I think is about the same age. Um, his name's Si. Uh, how do you say his last name again? Ha- Hungana. Hungana. That's right. Um, who he's, he's actually been around in the system since he's been 18 as well. Yeah, he's, um, uh, he's 198 centimetres and 118 kgs. Yeah, so there's two very exciting locks for the Rebels, and I think, yeah, we'll see them feature. You know what I mean? They'll definitely get some bench, some time off the bench this year. Yeah, I, I think... So I'm excited, excited about these young guys getting benched. I can't believe we have so many that we've signed up. Yes, yeah. but they're actually getting well, So many have left, you know? Like, yeah. it, this is a time that sometimes you're sitting there going, shit, we're losing all our good players. Mm. And it feels a little like not being in South Africa, it feels like that's what that is over there. Yeah. But I don't know, this is the first time it feels like we've got, got quality coming yeah. through. Yeah. And quality that's going to miss out this year, like not get the chance because there's good young guys above them. Mm. Like That's pretty exciting to see. Yeah. Um, all right, well, oh, sorry, I'm going to have to talk about the next player because he's just one of the players I'm most excited about. <laughs> I don't know how much he'll actually have the impact, but look, he could be potentially one of the biggest fantasy <laughs> trump cards of the season. Oh, he's, he's, Here we go. He could, be the, go. he could be the one and only. No, no, all right, we'll find this, he, right? <laughs> His name is Pone Fa'u, Fa'amal Sili. Sili, no, he, look, he's a bit silly. Fa'amal Sili, right, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Now, Nels, what is it? I think it's Fa'amal Sili. Yeah, all right, we'll go with that. Or, I'm, I'll, I'll get that down pat in a couple of weeks. Don't you worry about it. Because uh, he is. Yeah. So he came on last season for what I loved so much. He is a 130-kilo prop. Uh, he's a 6'5", so he's Huge. a wow. big, big unit. Wow. But you, you kind of see him, like, because he's so tall and so big, he just fills out, like... He doesn't. He doesn't look. Fat. He just looks massive. He's just enormous. But the thing about him, six five at one thirty kegs. That's not. He is, yeah. like No, he's, he's he's big. That's yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> imagine Ben Temifuna. Yeah, but tall, tall, <laughs> yeah, tall, <laughs> tall <laughs> and just filling out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, why I'm so excited about him? So he's quite tall for a prop. I mean, there, there have been props that are that tall, like Jamie McIntosh, a whole bunch of blokes. But um, but last year the Rebels brought him on. They listed him on the bench as back row cover, and they brought him on at number eight. First thing he did when he came onto the field is they just sat him at the number ten position <laughs> yeah. off a line out, sent him and in for a crash ball, yeah. and he he knocked three guys clean out of his yeah. way. Uh, and I was just like, we need to see more of this bloke. So, um, the re- sh- yeah. yeah, no, you go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the NRC he started a few games at eight as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's dangerous. That's it. It's yeah. Trump a, card, a baby. Prop, a prop at number eight that's that a, can play eight. So like, yeah, we we pride ourselves on what a lot of other fantasy systems don't get well is we get position players in the right positions right and we, we think about it this stuff evolves over time mm. but there's no doubt this guy's a prop, like, a prop. Don't, don't get it so don't get us muddled he, he, is he, a prop. Will yeah. he will be listed as a prop, as a prop. Yep. Um, he's basically listed I'm pretty sure in the squad as a prop mm-hmm. but he can play eight 
Can you? That's a gold mine right there. <laughs> yeah, that is a gold. <laughs> you could fill a prop slot with a guy playing number eight. Yeah. Woo, baby. Yeah, so yeah, no, out. I'm very excited about him. Look, I'm excited about him even if he just plays prop. I just want to see this guy run the ball. Yeah. So um, no, he. Um, so yeah, he's 22 years old, but no, he had kind of a few little cameos last year, and I expect we to see much more cameos this year. So yeah, uh, snake on my fantasy bench. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nabung, why don't you take us on again? A man of your position. Uh, Frank oh. Lamani. Um, you guys obviously know a little bit more. Uh, you love him, do you know? Yeah, Frank, Frank Lamani's exciting. Yeah, You've had so, some carpool with him, haven't you, mate? Yeah, I actually have had carpool with him. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, obviously, he made his break um, in 2017 with the uh, Fijian Drua um, and then came in to the Flying Fijians the same year. So he's, uh, it's pretty exciting to, to yeah. actually sign someone... To the Rebels of yeah. that kind of quality. It was interesting. He was actually at the Rebels um, at the same time, 2017, 2018. Mm. And then it sounds like Checker actually orchestrated him not being there last year mm. because he's now in the, the squad for, for Fiji. They're obviously in the Wallabies um, pool at the World Cup, were at the Wallabies yeah. Wallaby pool. Yeah. And he just didn't want an inside man by the sounds of it. Yeah. And that's years past, and he's back again and taking over. Genius position, and he is dynamic. He, d- he didn't want Lamani to learn the, the three set plays that the Wallabies <laughs> backline have in the, in the Arsenal. You know, he's just yeah. like, um, yeah. no, and now yeah, he, right. he started quite a few games for, for Fiji yeah, in the last was... World Cup at halfbacks, didn't he? Just yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He's um, yeah, he, he linked quite well with Volleyball. He's he is that. In my eyes, I see him as a, a Genia-style player a few years back when he was doing so many guarding runs That's rather it. than just kicking unnecessarily, which we started to see a little bit more over time. He's one of those exciting fantasy halfbacks because he's going to run the ball. You know what I mean? He's, he's going to run the ball. He'll look to score tries. Yep. Uh, and that's well, who's ahead of him? Is Ruru? Got Ruru? No, no, so no, they've got... He'll, um, he'll be starting. He'll be straight. Yeah, he'll be it's, the, it's a three-way tussle. They've got yeah, Frank... Right. Um, uh, Ryan Lawrence, sorry, yeah, yeah. who was at the Force. Force. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had a drug charge, like uh, what yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, in James Tuttle, who James Tuttle was at the Reds. He was brilliant through the NRC. Oh, he kicks a bit. Yeah, he's right. only twenty three, mm. so he's he's quite exciting. But mm. for for me, Frank Lamani offers something that you're just not going to get in most halfbacks. So yeah. although Lawrence is good, Tuttle I think is really exciting. Tuttle's, real Tuttle's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a stuff about doing something. Yeah. We don't know what he yeah. did, but yeah. you don't pull in Frank Lamani. Uh, have him in the, the squad for a few years and then fight to get him back yeah. after this World Cup if you're not going to give the bloke a shot. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah fair. All right, interesting. Yeah. Very uh, interesting. I'm excited for him. I think he could be a gold mine for fantasy. Absolutely. Um, the next guy, Harry Potter. So, <laughs> like 20... a, this is not a joke. This no, is, this is know, legit. This, this is legit. The... Yeah, we're doing the Harry Potter for, uh, first 15 now or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, he's 21 years old. The spellbinding. Yeah, I said it. The spellbinding. English-born winner. Winger. He... Winner. English-born <laughs> winner. Hopefully. Hopefully he is a winner <laughs> and a winger. Uh, he lit up the shoot shield for, for Sydney Uni, um, getting them the... They won this year, didn't they? Second, they did, second. Back. Yeah. Yep. yeah, they did. Um, so he led the competition in defenders beaten with 117, with clean line breaks with 45, and 1,400, 1,446 run metres. So that those Magic. stats, yeah, that's what Magic. you want to see mm. in a winger. Uh, he's, he's not a big guy. Um, it will be interesting to see how much chance he sort of gets there, but he's quick, he's lightning, he's dangerous. So... We did say they've obviously got Corabidi. They picked up Kellaway again. 
Um, there's another guy to come that we're going to discuss. They've still got Hayler Petty, which means we might be seeing Maddox still in the wing. So he's got a lot of competition. Mm. I wouldn't be jumping my gun and going for the work early. Yeah. But, I mean, he would be someone that would be good to see develop and get a bit of a chance. Yeah, and sneak peek into our dessert, uh, you know, with Jack Maddox uh, yep. p- playing, being part of the Rugby Sevens for the Olympics as well. Um, you just said a whole dessert, didn't you? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, just, just saying that, you know, like it, it would be real easy to think that both those winger spots are locked down with Jack Maddox and Corey Beattie. Yeah. Very, very easily, but we're just saying there could be something there, so. Yeah. Um, and the last player for the Rebels, Neymar? Simisi Tupu. Tupou. Tupou. These New Zealand names, I'm a shocker. He's Australian, BGN. mate. Yeah, well... <laughs> Right and he's tongue inherited. Yeah, there you go. Tongue inherited. Yeah. Um, so we, we yeah, throughout 2020, we'll, what we think it's the year the it's, it's his fourth. The, year. Yeah, it's his fourth year. Um, how old is he? Twenty? No, yeah, he's got to be like twenty. He, yeah, he, no, he's twenty, and he's, he's, 20? he's coming into his fourth, his fourth year, year, and he's twenty. So he's been there. Impressive. Yeah. Sixteen. Seventeen. So he, I think he was there since he was seventeen. Right. Yep. Um, so next year's his fourth year. Fourth and he has, years, and he has played some games. He has, I don't he know how many. Played. I probably should have looked up how many caps he's had. Yeah. But he's had a few caps. I think he actually debuted in 2018. Yeah. Um, not, yeah, not even 2019. So he would have been 18 or something when he debuted. Last year he played a game, and it was a special game for him because he played against his older brother, Will Tupo, for the yep. Sun Wolves. Yeah. Japan star Will Tupo, we yeah. should say. True, um, he was a star. True. Yeah, so um, so Messi, he's had huge raps. Um, There's, yeah, yeah. In all, by all reports, and I mean, he's been there a while. He's not a new guy. Yeah. He's much better, much more. He's got a lot more bows to... Uh, Strings to his bow. I fuck that up every time. Nice. He's got a lot more strings to his bow than his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Morgan he had big raps on him. He said he was yeah. a player to watch um, when when he was down there coaching. So well, if he's been there in development for so long, you know, yeah. we expect yeah. to. He well, always had the pace and agility. You have to put a bit of that size on. Yeah, and a bit more of that. A he, bit, he's the centre. He's got a fair bit of competition there. Uh, he's got great feet. He's quick, uh, but he's also just got really good work rate. So yeah. um, that's something again that you want to see as a as a fantasy uh, manager. But mm. he's competing with. Uh, obviously, Reese Hodge, Bill Meeks, Tom English, uh, Campbell Magnafe he's in that centre role. But if he's going into the, the outside backs, he's got competition there as well. Very good. Well, I'm going to hurry us along a bit because um, we're running at almost the 50-minute mark so That's right, far mate. already. This is exciting stuff. It right? is. It is. Don't get me wrong. But um, <laughs> I was just going to say the reason I'm going to hurry us along is because we could almost name the entire Reds team. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so we're going to kind of speed through this. This is kind of rapid-fire question yeah, style. Some of the names we know. Some of them um, we so, like, the first two, not even going to talk about them. Jordan Pattaya, Isaac Lucas. Why are we not going to talk about them? Because we'll be talking about them plenty throughout the season. Shit, yeah. They're exciting. <laughs> yeah. So they could be very good. Jordan Pataya, biggest. He's just going to replace Karevi, being yeah. a top fantasy scorer this year. Heard be, first. When we're talking about the Aussie Conference, we'll go into a bit of depth about Isaac Lucas. He's, he's fighting for fly half, maybe fullback, yeah, fullback, sharing it with Bryce Hegarty, who's the same. Um, and then they've also got Hamish Stewart, who could be 12 slash 10. Excellent. Yep, yep, very good. All right, so now look, we're going to rapid fire. There's three back rowers we're going to talk about. We'll take one each. Nelson, why don't you kick us off at the top one? Actually, before you tell us his name and then tell us, do you think, um, were you better than him at that stage in his career as well? Or, um... Fraser McWright, and I was never going to be better than this bloke. This guy is... <laughs> but better than who? Honestly, <laughs> look, of course. To be fair, you actually you look, you look fairly similar. You look alike, mate. I reckon uh, early Nelson back in, uh, 19-year-old Nelson, looked pretty similar. I was, I was You might much... have been faster than him. That's about all we'll give you, all right? I, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. I was quicker. Yeah, quicker, right? <laughs> but nothing else but no this look to me this guy is is just super exciting he's probably one of my favorite names on the whole list here um 
Aussie under-20s captain. Yeah. Um, he's going to be in a, a pretty tough battle with Liam Wright for that seven jersey. Mm. Uh, he's a little bit bigger. He's, he's quite a, a quite a big boy. I don't have the, the stats in front of me, but yeah. um, I am actually trying to get them up. So. Well, he's, he's the closest to that, fr- that kind of Pocock frame of a seven yeah. that we will have, I guess. Yeah, I mean, as a 20-year-old, he's 100 kgs, mm. um, 184 centimetres. So he's, he's probably... He's got a high enough work rate, plays well enough and hard enough to be a six. He just doesn't have the height about him, and he's brilliant over the ball. Mm. Um, but he's he's really switched on. He's a great leader. It's going to be tough early on in the season with Liam Wright. Yeah. I don't know how much. I think he'll get a chance. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of a chance because there's so much depth here in the back row. So mm. whether he'll be on the bench regularly, but this is a guy that over the next few years is going to get more and more game time. Yeah. I'm putting it down here. I think he's a future Wallabies captain. I was just about to say. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, how long has Hooper got to go? Another four years, something like that. Oh, look, I, this, Hooper will be the most capped Wallabies. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's got another four years. I, I've definitely. Know, I'm not 20s. saying it's going to happen, mm. but yeah. come the next World Cup, this guy's going to be 24. Yeah, this guy could right? be challenging. He yeah. could, yeah. He could yeah, be right. challenging for that starting mm. position. And, and th- his next four years are going to be going, I need to take Hooper's spot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's going to have a goal there. He's going to have something that he's, he's working towards. And he's got a good mindset and he Absolutely. works hard. So, so you know, he's a hell of a good player. I'd say he's the closest we, we have to both the, the stature and the play style of Pocock. He's more of that just out-and-out fetcher, physical. He's got a real leadership quality about him, as I think we already said, under-20s captain. So he's just captain the Junior Wallabies through a World Cup. Yep. They almost won. Um, so he'd be a hard one to pick up in the initial draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he'd be one that is not a bad name. If you see him on the list and you're looking at a back row and he mm. is getting a start, yeah. he, he could be relatively valuable. And he did get he was on the bench last year even as a 19 or 18 year old. So he yeah. did he did he has played some super rugby. He played a few games last year yeah. for the Reds. He was pretty impressive as well when he came on. All right, well we're failing the rapid fire here. Yeah. So next guy we're going to smash a lot faster than anyone. give us Michael Wood. Uh, smash him Wood. Yeah, he was the under 20 starting lock, uh, but he can also play in the Lucies. Uh, in the back row there, he has what well, he hasn't had the the press of some of his other junior wallabies as forementioned Fraser McRae, right? Mm. Yep. Um, you got that right. Right, yeah. But he's uh, yeah, he's, he's still obviously a good player, another uh, young prospect. Um, One to anything get else? Yeah, exactly right. Excellent. And talking about players uh, that were getting a lot more press, a player I'm bloody excited about, Harry Wilson. I think he will be. Could be the Wallabies number eight within two to three. He'll, he'll be the Wallabies number eight at the next World Cup. You heard that here first. He's yeah, he's, Nassarani, he's Nassarani really exciting. Boom! Too. Next World um, Cup, Harry Wilson, Wallabies number look, eight. Yeah, right. I, I, everyone's saying that as well. Yep. I like Will Harris as a chance. Mm. I think both of these guys are exciting. They'll be fighting it out. Well, look, you know, I think there's there's more talk about Will Harrison, but uh, Harry Wilson, sorry. Mm. But at this age, I mean, there's a lot of developing to, to go, so it's going to be the attitude out of those two blokes. So this, this is why, like, the, the Junior Wallabies did so well this year, beat New Zealand a number yeah. of times, because their back row was Fraser McRae, uh, Harry, Harry Wilson at six, and Will Harris at number eight. These guys were, without a doubt, the best back row in the world, in world rugby Mate, in the under-20s. If that mm. was your Reds back, back row, row, like... That, well, so, yeah, it's very... very. I mean, it's not going to be, not gonna be the world's... Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's Reds good, back row, good but depth to have pretty them in, in there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, he look, he's, um, yeah, he's in the 190 centimetres. He's 108 kilos already. Um, he's already kind of, like Fraser McRide kind of being ta- uh, going all the Wallabies functions and press press conferences things yep. like that he's he's very much in the frame to be developed um, 
And he, the things, look, the thing I loved about him is just he, he was absolutely immense. Loves the physical game against New Zealanders a few he times. Just, he'd, yeah. he'd be really kind of walk through the Kiwi team, push some faces yeah, into yeah, the ground, like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the yeah, nibble. Yeah, you know, yeah. I absolutely he, love that. He feels like a good country boy. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. That's what we want. We yeah. don't have much niggle in the Wallabies. So no, we, we need we need a bit of that. Bring aggression. back the niggle. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Especially, right. especially in the back row. Speaking of country boys, and else the hawk. yeah, uh, the next Harry. So that was yeah. Harry Wilson. This is Harry Hawkins. Uh, he's been there for a few years. He's 206 centimetres tall. So I think he's two centimetres shy of Rory Arnold, who was the, the tallest Wallaby ever and tallest Australian uh, mm. lock ever to, to have played. But 206 centimetres at 21. Mm. Maybe there's a chance he's got a bit of growth in him. He's 118 kilos. And Brad Thorne loves this guy. Yeah. I was just about to say, it's, it's, in terms of a young lock and like you know, filling out your frame and a physical program and structure to be under... I don't think you could be in a, under a better guy Mate, than Brad yeah. Thorne. Like, he, it's he, not possible. He He's... Surely that's the perfect guy. Yeah. He said, for, if you're a lock, mm. you're filling up, you yeah. want to be aggressive, you want to be angry, yeah. he's the guy you want coaching. What, what's what's like, Brad, Brad Thorne's mantra? It's like, eat big, train big. Yeah, train just, with me. That's just work yeah. hard yeah. and yeah. just so, be a beast. So, yeah, um, he reckons that... Uh, did he start a few Hawks. times for the Reds? Hawks, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's already started, started a few yeah. times yeah. last year. They're, they're saying 100% he'd be starting all year this year. So that could be a good pick-up. He could be a good pick-up if he's... If no one's got him and you're looking for a lock, um, he he's touted to play a hundred tests um, for the Wallabies, so that's that's a big call. But mm. um, look, Luca and Salaka Lotto is mainly playing in the six jersey. We're assuming, mm. um, so there's a, I mean there's a huge opportunity for him to get lots of game time. Absolutely, he'll be big. All right, we'll go we'll rapid fire onto a, a player that is both a favourite of Nelson and mine, but oh, yeah. a prop, Harry Hoopert. We're expecting big things from I actually now, just now that you're mentioning all the Harrys, I'm hating that we're going to have to say the name Harry so often now. Yeah, no, because these are good Harrys. Yeah, that's true. They're, these are good Harrys, okay. So right. that's fine. You've got to take some with, you know, like, you, you've got to have some good ones and, with the bad. And, yeah. and Larry's leaving the pod. So um, technically, Harry Dale is the worst Harry. Just to clarify, yeah. To get yeah. specific, specific, okay. Harry Tucker's leaving. The 49.5 capped Harry Dale. Yeah, yeah. excellent. All right, no, so Harry Hooper, 21 years old. Um, he was... Uh, Look, he, he made his way... Basically, he was almost ready to take a starting position last year. He was starting to get ahead of J.P. Smith. I think, look, you know, he's, he's certainly at 20 years old, still a bit young, but he's just like... Um, he's just one of... He's got a, a similar sort of frame, I guess, to Scotty Co. But he, he just has really great, like, skills, hands, game vision. He's like a... It's like a young um, James Slipper uh, in Queensland. Yeah, I like me. him. He, um, he gets some really good fantasy points. Too, he, is, he is a yeah. very good prop. Yeah. If he's starting, he is, he's got to be up there. So who's props. his competition? Who have we got as his competition? Uh, so there? J.P. Smith is, is still, still there. there. still there. Because yeah, yeah. Ruan left and went to the Rebels. Yep. But it's, so it's basically it's J.P. Um, and, and Harry Hooper. Harry Hooper got yeah. picked a few times. Yeah, so Smith I think they'll, well, they'll be... Yeah. They'll, I still think they'll be sharing the starts. Yeah. But um, no, he's if, he, if he's starting... He gets points. Yeah. Pick, yeah. Up, pick up Harry because he he's a he's an, he's an 80 minute player he won't play the whole game but he, he can play the whole game you know what I mean? so he's got a big engine in him and um, no player to watch certainly add this year I would say could yeah. be one of the good props yeah. um, there are a few in the Reds that you know not well known names that mm. you know could start and get some big points so Yep. Um, all right. And in terms of look, speeding the pot along, it's real easy with this one because we're we're just going to defer talking about uh, young guns of the Sun Wolves. The Moon so Dogs. The Moon Dogs are certainly part of the Australian Conference, and uh, we are inclusive. We're not excluding them. There's a lot but, of Aussies um, there. Actually, there's a lot of Aussies. There's a lot of new South Africans. A lot of new Kiwis. There's some Englishmen signing over there. 
a lot of new players, but um, yeah, the Sunwolves kind of tend to release their information a little bit later. Uh, you know, <laughs> and that's than everyone that, else. And, and look, <laughs> they, they keep on your toes. Yeah, I don't. I don't sure. think they're trying to stuff us over. I think they have no clue who's yeah, going to be in the team. They don't. They're looking yeah. at who didn't make other teams. All right, we'll have you. Up. <laughs> yeah, and they've got a new coach. He's he's you know he's finding his way as we mentioned about. So um, I'm surprised we didn't see uh, team Tima being a Nuku there. Who's now re- he's actually just got signed on Highlanders. Uh, that was a cover. Uh, yes, from uh, Garden Bashup, the brother, Connor yes. Garden Bashup, yeah. so Highlanders. Tima Fanga Nuku Nuku. No, there's no, no just one Nuku. nuku. I know, but one I like nuku. saying Nuku twice, <laughs> so it's... Uh, no. um, yeah, that was a good uh, change of direction. But no, anyway, so the Sunwolves, we'll talk about them in the full season uh, preview, the, conference, are, the yeah. conference preview, um, and yeah, there'll be no doubt a lot to talk about with them. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that takes us to, we've now finished our main course, that was... Delicious and um, there's a lot on our plate. That will that. then take us to what you gonna do with that dessert? And our dessert brought to you by 15 Gelato. Uh, if you want a protein rich, power packed gelato, um, yeah. yeah, stay tuned for that. This www.15.com.au. Yeah. Um, I really like what these got, guys are doing. You've got to clarify the spelling of the 15 there, though. F I F T E I N. That's it. It's a play on protein because yep. this is a healthy protein it is. packed. It's, it's like having a protein shake in ice cream form. There's no added sugar. That's it. You couldn't tell. It tastes delicious. I, I had, um, I think there's four flavors, mm. and we sat there and tasted them with a bunch of guys yesterday. We were doing crate day with all the kiwis. Yep. Um, and people were frothing on this stuff. Like it's, it's only now just sort of being released. It's very early in its days. That might be why you haven't heard of it. But mm. oh, you will. Yeah. Oh, you will. This stuff is good. So I'd, I'd get it on board, guys. The clever, cleverness of the name doesn't stop there. It's 15 because there's 15 grams of protein in each little bucket. How um, good that's. It's very nice to finally have a sponsor for dessert. So um, you know, we're spots for. Main course and entree um, are open. Yeah, um, there, I think we could have had some tubs for dessert today, but oh, as I said, yeah, we they? had four and I ate them all yesterday. Oh, so, right. okay, yeah. all right, they were that good though. So, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, so, if, if I can have my recommendation, get the mm, peanut butter one. Oh my god, the good and one? look, we've just had our second, uh, our, our next round of beers brought out to us, but um, we haven't, we're not going to say what they are because we haven't had our official uh, yeah. beer of the pod been uh, beer slash been locked we'll down yet. It. So, you can um, have this special spot, it's a highly competitive space. Um, Maybung will no doubt be, you know, probably the front, uh, upfront contact for that. I think he'll make sure that we get enough in. <laughs> he'll be the um, taste tester. See, I mean, we, we're only going to recommend things we like, so yeah. you're going to have to taste them for us, mate. Definitely. Excellent. So uh, for this marathon pod that is, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <far> out. <laughs> over, let's get into the dessert. We said we talk about the rugby sevens players who um, are in Super Rugby squads. Uh, what what are the policies going to going to look like? <clears throat> are they going to be there? You know, I mean, we, we, had, we featured the, the same thing last year. There was, even though there wasn't the um, actual Olympics yet, there was still some sevens players that went off to, you know, get some game time under their belt in a few tournaments. Um, and so, yeah, the I mean, the Olympics is the going to run the 27th of July to the 1st of August, uh, which is certainly after Super Rugby. The Super Rugby Grand Finals on the 20th of June. But um, some of the, these players are going to have to go play in a few of those world tournaments beforehand. Yeah, they're, they're not, um, not going to be able to finish Super Rugby and go straight into a sevens. There's no way that's possible. Aussie so. coach Tim uh, Walsh, he was basically sort of saying that 
Um, he wants the Super Rugby players that are putting their hands up to play six to seven tournaments. So yeah. is it what four or five, maybe five say, before Super Rugby starts? Or how many like there that? a year? There's not, there's not more. There's like maybe eight or nine. Oh, ten, to be fair, I think it we could be ten ish. Yeah. I think it's ten um, ish. But, but yeah, so that's that's a lot. Basically. Yeah. So I mean, they've already had uh, like the Oceania Sevens, and at the moment, uh, as we speak, I think. Oh no, it might have just the finished. Dubai Sevens. The Dubai finished, Sevens yeah. have, have just sort of wrapped up. Mm. Um, so the first player that we've we've already sort of touched on is Jack Maddox. Um, mm. He wants to be doing both. He's already had that crack and started out with mm. them, and he he played that Oceania Seven. How did he go? Did he uh, he's pretty good. Like the, yeah, I actually wouldn't yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. The, he he was quite yeah. exciting. I mean, I he's got a, a great ability to define the space and, and to be able to capitalise on that he's space. He's got a super rugby brain, Matto. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's he, he's picking up it. It's pretty quick, but it's it's a little bit of a transition still to understanding the, the structure, positional type stuff. But when he has the chance in space, he's just got an unrivaled ability. Like you can see at Super Rugby in the world, he's to actually get to the line. So mm. he's looking pretty good. I would be surprised if we, we, we. I think we'll certainly see him feature in everything this year. I think we'll see him feature probably at the Olympics, feature for the Wallabies, and at least play a couple of games for the Rebels. I think. He's, yeah, I think he'll get a good amount of time. He's those. just going to be a difficult player to pick up for fantasy. It's really mm. going to be those. He's if hard. you're lucky enough, like Nelson, to be at the bottom of the table every week, you, you'll get to pick him up for the game. That yeah, I'm hoping goes. I'm not that lucky this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said last year. <laughs> um, How many have you won? How many no, cups? So that's Jack Maddox. <laughs> uh, also, there's uh, Tommy Cusack uh, from Australia. So he's, um, he, he's he's filled a great role for the Brumbies, actually, just in that kind of he can fill six, seven, or eight, really. Good, uh, yeah. I mean, mainly six or seven, but... Um, he's that the player with probably the biggest 80 minute engine in the Brumby squad he works from hard, sevens yeah. Yeah. but he's, he's that player that you bring off the bench and you know he's going to like he's, he's going to empty his tank yeah. Yeah. he's like I'm going to give this my all I want to get that starting jersey um, so uh, yeah he's one that I, I don't know but he's he's certainly probably going to be involved with the sevens it'll be He's, yeah. He played sevens for quite a few years. He only went yeah. to 15s last year, but it'd be hard to not see him yeah. want to play in the Olympics. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've heard anything out of that camp that he's he's there and he's mm. giving it a crack. But, I mean, he's very experienced on that sevens level, and that's where we saw him sort of mm. before he's come into Super Rugby. But I, I had the vibe that he's wanting to make 15s his thing now. Mm. Um, so who knows? I think it might just depend on, on what's going on. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, all right, and then look, the third player we've got, um, there might actually be, I f- we feel like there might be one or two we might have missed out, but we'll, we'll get to them at some point. But the third player, Nel- Nelson knows a bit more about than I do. Yeah. Um, Apparently he kills he's, he kills it. Yeah, he he's, he's kills it. He's worth picking up for sure. Nah, avoid killing worth. Yeah. Um, he's, he's quite an exciting flanker. Um, he's at the Rebels. He's, he's been a brilliant sevens player for an extended period of time. Mm. Worked his way now into the Rebels through, I think it was Shoot Shield. I'm not too sure which team he was at. But he's amazing at, at pilfering the ball. Amazing at doing one-man rucks, basically. Right, He can do it all himself in a ruck. And that's what he's been doing at Super Rugby, uh, at um, sevens level. Yeah. Um, now he's in Super Rugby. I'm not too sure how much game time we'll see him at the Rebels. So maybe it won't be too worrying. Yeah. I'd love to see him there. Um, but if if he is playing sevens as well, I mean, it's is going to make him very hard to pick up because he's not going to be your your sort of genuine starter that you think week in week out on the other opportunities. So just just one to have on the list there, I think. Sure, keep an eye on it. Exactly right. Um, and we have the Kiwis for New Zealand for the sevens that the you one, need to the, worry the about. The ones that matter, the Kiwis. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and these are actually names that you do need to have a good hard think about. Hundred percent. Um, the first on the list is Caleb Clark. He got a huge amount of time with the Blues last year, starting on the wing, and he, he actually saw, scored some pretty decent fantasy points too. Mm. 
And so and with Rico playing in the centres, you'd think yeah. if there he'd was starting if there was in the, the sevens, yeah. he'd be starting in the eleven jersey every day. Yeah. yeah. So he's one of those ones similar to James, to James Maddox to um, Jack. Jack Maddox, whose um, brother's been playing sevens as well. For, for Will, oh show. Will, really? Yeah, yeah right. So that, fair enough. There you go. Good, good genes in the family there. Mm. Um, no, but Caleb Clark, obviously, um, yeah, he had a crack. Yeah, I, th- I thought he had a great season for the Blues. So yeah, um, yeah, he's going to be one of those ones that you definitely again need to keep an eye out and to see Mate, whether he's going to be all of these players are about to talk about us yeah, yeah. well exactly but um, yeah it's he had a firm spot in the blues there the next one again Craggers is one of my favourites your favourite prepared to put, I don't know if I'm prepared to put the same bet I did last year we talked about it the other week yeah. about how many games he'll yeah. play this year but um, um, it's yeah exactly right so but for the yeah, look, I, I, the thing about Eteni Nanasaturo is when he gets a crack, like Caleb Clark is a good player, but Eteni Nanasaturo is a man that can score you bulk points when he gets those opportunities. Mm. Um, so he's he's going to be that, like he's the first one, I suppose, on this list. Maybe Jack Maddox as well, but Jack Maddox doesn't get you as many points. Like, mm. He's a guy that he's going to be involved in some, I, th- I think, some interesting trades, things like that through the year, because yeah. if you get this guy early, and he's not going on, on to us soon for a sevens, yeah. this guy's going to be so valuable. Mm. So he, he could become a, a unique type of bargaining chip yeah, that yeah. you're not going to see in, in the rest of the comps. And, and even with all of like this high number of skilled outside backs in the Chiefs, mm. I think he well, more than proved his worth last year. You know what I mean? So um, he's, he's certainly, if he's around, he could be starting yep. in that 11 jersey. Definitely. Um, along with, we, uh, we love Salisi Riasi. He's, he's mm. another one of the names. Um, he got. I think he started one game for the Canes. He might have started, might have started one or two. Definitely more than one. Yeah, I'd yeah, say for really? two games. At yeah, least, right. Yeah. But he, what he had, like scored three tries. He hundred point game or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, he, mate. He's got one of those like Adonis like frames yeah. about him, doesn't yeah. he? He's a supreme athlete. Um, yeah. No, he was. Um, I actually rate him highly. He was one of those ones that I was keeping close tabs on mm. when it was coming towards the back end of the season to he, try and pick him up. He was actually the twelfth points per minute. Uh, outside back so yeah, I mean right. when when you're looking at the class and that outside back mm. um, sort of category when he was his first year there mm. he scored 0.59 points per minute yeah, so yeah, right. pretty exciting he's actually I think he was equal with a couple guys above him with Jordan Batea yeah. amazing I, I, was it I was in the finals he got simbined or something and it stuffed it all up yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was and that's it was, where we points got stuffed up that's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. he was a little bit young and immature you know he'd be yeah. uh, but he, the man can finish. The man can, can finish yeah. a, bl- a bloody try. But, um, he, and he's also just come off a really good ITM Cup. Um, so yeah, I think right. he's playing for Auckland. So yeah. he, um, he was scoring quite a few tries there. Um, yeah, all right. And then the last player I'll talk about was uh, from New Zealand, Scott Gregory. So um, he's been a kind of a mainstay of that uh, New Zealand Sevens team in the last two years. Um, still a bit of a youngster. I think he's now 20 or 21. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit older than uh, I'm sure. No, I think he'd be 21-ish. Yeah, probably should look that up. You look that up while um, I talk about him. He's, um, yeah, he's a uh, very angry player. <laughs> no, no, sorry. He's definitely 20. He was in playing the other 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Um, but, um, no, he's, he's signed with the Highlanders. And um, I guess it's fu- he's having a funny year because he would be really hoping to try and make a, make a play for that 15 jersey, that hole left by Ben Smith, one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. Mm. Um, but at, at the same time, again... This is the second Olympics where the rugby has been a sport, so yeah. I would kind of want to go to the Olympics. Look, I think the thing about him is it almost sounds like he won't be involved in the Highlanders. Rather than missing uh, one comp or two, like two comps, it sounds like he probably won't really be involved. Yeah. So different to where these other guys are where you'd expect them to be there most of the time, missing occasionally. Mm. It sounds like Scott Gregory will be 
absent, mm. and maybe that means he's someone to pick up if he does get a start once in a while. But yeah, um, yeah he's 20, mm. turns 21 on the 7th of January, so less than oh, yeah. a month away. Yeah. Um, but it will be interesting to see. I mean, if, if he gets a run, but I I would be surprised if we see much of him this year. Yeah, actually, I think that's fair. In, in rounding up on those four, I think. Caleb Clark, 100% if he's around, he'll be starting for yeah, the Blues. 100%. Nanai Saturo, if he's around, maybe I'll go 80% will be starting for the Chiefs. Yeah. But then with Ray Arce, actually, I put him in a fairly similar category to Scott Gregory, just because the Canes really do have a lot of very well-established wingers. They've got Ben Lamb, Vin Sasso, Wes Husson. Yeah. Um, they've got a number of guys who are already filling those spots, so mm. it would be hard for the Canes to yeah. be starting Ray Arce ahead he, of them. He's, he's exciting, but he's just not going to get as much of, a, of that opportunity like you think Nanai Saturo would say. So, yeah. He doesn't get that special bargaining check, yeah. you know. Mm. He'll just be a guy you can pick up on an occasion if you're if coming you know. Exactly. He doesn't have Nanai in his uh, cert, and so yeah. say, uh. <laughs> um, All right, that takes us on to South Africa. Um, with Siablo uh, Senatla. Senatla. Yes. Um, you don't know who this guy is? No, I do, mate. <laughs> winger, bloody the, the predator, mate. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, the nice dreads. Uh, I think we've got some confirmation of. What's going on with him? We do. He's going to play the first two tournaments. Uh, so he's just played in Dubai. Um, he's going to play in Cape Town. And then he's going to commit to the 15. So um, yeah, he, right. he, he, was, he was actually lighting up for the Stormers. And I think yeah, he really back in the season, yeah, he's doing well. Absolutely. Yeah. So he, I think they really want to lock him down as one of the wing slots because um, he, he's kind of... Uh, you know, sometimes sevens players don't necessarily convert very well, case, but yeah, yeah but he, he's just, I feel like he's almost an out-and-out winger, like he's a, he's a really good 15s winger, um, and so I think they're, yeah, basically what's been touted at the moment at this stage is uh, he's going to get two seven seasons out of his way just to keep himself in the pitcher. He's, he's also the type of player that you would just take over to the sevens, you know, from playing a whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most. exactly, um, he can slot back in. He's, he's got quite a few years of experience over there. I think it was, yeah, five or six years then. In the sevens, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's uh, Siabolo. Uh, Siabolo. Siabolo. <laughs> I don't know why I picked his first name. So his You're making him sound Mexican. Siabolo. Ruan Nell, the player who I was really excited about last yeah. year. I he thought, didn't do much, I, did he? You know, no, he, he didn't live up to my expectations. But I th- I'm still not writing him off. I still think he could be a really great centre. We were saying at the start of last season, I remember that he could be the answer to the Stormers' um, centre's puzzle, you know? Like, they, they just needed that outside centre to just really glue down that spot and just outside DDA have someone, that link man, you know? But, just yeah. complete the puzzle. The, the funny um, thing is, like, we, we talk about, like, the guy that can fill that void there, but he's not young, you know? Like, he's, he's yeah. 28, so yeah. we're sitting there going... Hopefully, I mean, he's got everything he needs to do it. Yeah, mate, 28 is, that's South African prime, you know. 20, <laughs> yeah. 24, 25 is New Zealand prime. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, like, he is, is a talent. He definitely yeah. could be, um, when he's playing, could, could be worth points. Yeah. Um, we were very excited for him this year, but... Oh, look, he certainly showed moments of brilliance. Like, he did have one or two, a couple of good games in fantasy. It might be hard to remember, but he did have a few yeah, games. one or two. Early, yeah, his earlier that, sort of games. I think his you know? first game that he came out, he was, he was really quite exciting. He, um... Mm. He got 0.36 points per minute. Um, yeah. And his three-round average that he ended up in the season was 34.3. So his last okay, few games, solid. it's yeah, not bad. No, you take that. You take that. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. bad. But then if he's fading in and out a little bit as well, that makes it hard. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, all right, and then otherwise, uh, we've got Angelo Davids here. This is um, this is a Harry work. This I don't is know. a Harry note. Yeah, Harry, not sure what you're talking about. Mate. But he's playing sevens all season, so... Yeah, there's two. There's two. I think there's there is two Davids. There's Davids who uh, we just 
talking about earlier is basically a dead replica of um, yeah. Roscoe Speckman, Spec Magic. Yeah. The yeah. two blokes look the exact same. That would be another great strategy of, um, like, <laughs> like we were saying, getting the Arnold brothers, just like, you know, sneaking one into the locker yeah. room, switching them at half time, and then, you know, it does a free sub. Uh, you could almost do that with these two guys. Maybe it's pushing a bit far. But, um, I think you're pushing it. <laughs> okay. um, but, uh, yeah, so Angelo David's playing sevens all season. So uh, I don't know what Super Rugby team is even in. Um, this is some great detailed information coming to you. Thanks, Harry. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll move on. Harry butchers our podcast even when he's not here. I know. He just <laughs> he flies away, doesn't he? Um, I don't know if he'll ever get that extra 0.5 cap. I don't uh, think so. No, yeah. Um, no one's doing too well. The that's, that's it. That's it. Um, the superstar. Never raised the bat. <laughs> <laughs> no one's been a high achiever, just like our next player we're talking oh, yeah. about. Achiever Diomani. Um, I like that. That was good. Yeah, there we go. Nice. That's, um, well, that's the highest highest cap podcaster here. He has all that experience that <laughs> oh, I bring into it. So, uh, yeah, mate. <laughs> No, anyway, um, Hachiba, he's, he's that guy who's been... Uh, I was always very excited about, yeah. but uh, he's, he's a guy who they wanted to play wing because yeah. he is lightning quick, mm-hmm. but also he wanted to play basically number eight or, um, or number six, but mainly number eight, um, which, you know, when you so, talk about those two things, like those two ends, if you have those two ends of the spectrum, yeah. you're probably the perfect sevens player, to be yeah. fair. So, yeah, he's, um, so he'll be playing both sevens and fifteens. Um, apparently, he'll be returning for the start of the Super Rugby season uh, but he kind of will be in and out throughout the throughout the year. So really? um, yeah. I think I think I think he'd be starting for the Lions, wouldn't he? Uh, probably be starting. Is Whiteley still? Is I think Warren White, no, Warren Whiteley's still around. He yeah, hasn't left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, Nelson's giving me a weird look. He's going to confirm or deny that. Actually, we don't. Um, don't we, we, we don't have the lineups. The Sapper squads have but, come out. Yeah, yeah. Sapper squads I, are I, almost I, as bad. They're as bad as us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, they're worse than us. Actually, the Aussie squads have gone pretty well so far. Um, for releasing their teams, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So anyway, Darmani, I think I think he'll be one of those players that's in and out. Um, I think they'll really want him to play sevens. I just think that he he's going to add a lot of value there, um, and it'll be too too good an opportunity to turn down if he's like, all right, I'm actually going to get game time and get to play in these Olympics. Like, mm. I mean, if I was him, I would I'd be taking that. You know, yeah. he's, he's 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 super young. He can spend the next four years dominating the Lions and really, you know, if he if he becomes something, he get a look in at the Springboks. So um, I can confirm, Warren Whiteley is out. Yeah. Yeah. He won't yeah. feature for the Lions. Yeah. Okay. So right. he, he like he's in might he'll be the number eight we, for the Lions. Basically what it is, I know with the Lions we don't have the squads yet, but there's actually there's a there's a couple of young, exciting back rowers coming up. So by by playing he's young still as well. He, mate, is that, the helicopter the police now are coming to um to what have you done, neighbour? What have you done, guys? <laughs> um, How did they find us? This is the first and last time we record outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. outside was not a wise move. <laughs> but um, no, uh, I think yeah, with Diamani, if, if he if he gives up this season and plays more sevens, which I think is what will happen, he, he is kind of giving those young guns in the Lions that, like the opportunity, yeah, giving them that chance. Uh, yeah. But I still think, look, it, it, I think it'd probably be worth it for him, and he'll find his way back into a. Uh, he's a hell of an athlete. He'll find his way back into a starting Lions position. Um, in the years to come so with that thank you for staying with us if you're still here um, yeah I mean I've just gorged on too much 15 gelato yesterday <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't get through more of it today right? I'm pretty full boys where are you which yeah me too oh, we're still waiting for Paggy's listening to packing those boxes listening to the podcast so we need to, you need to send a bit more uh, Nate Young's way mate. I, I went to the office yesterday yeah and by office I mean it's his house yeah and 
There's a lot of gelato there. I think I know how to get into the house through yep. the side window. I'm keen. If you boys yeah. are keen after the pod. Pags, mate, I just want a box of the, the peanut butter flavour. I, oh, yes. I don't need to try the other Make ones, that mate. Two. Make that fine. two, oh, please. Yeah. Um, I'll but, go peanut butter. But, yeah, so, no, we're just showing that uh, for future sponsors, uh, yeah, we really will get into it for you. Um, and, no, uh, Pagsy, uh, previous member of the draft. Uh, he was. Unfortunately, unlike uh, Harry and Nelson, <laughs> he had the sense when he got married to, uh, to <laughs> or he's getting married to stop uh, playing the draft. But, um well, I mean, just don't let that deter you, though. He's better at making gelato than he was at drafting. <laughs> right? That's true. The man can make ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, all right, on that bombshell, uh, thanks for listening, and um, we'll catch you again in the next one. I don't think we'll be doing a midweek one this week. I don't think we are. Whilst we did hit the ground running. Um, it depends. Look, maybe, we, as we said, we've got quite a few special guests lined up and that we're trying to get on for the pod. Um, unfortunately, the way that we pod through, during the season... You know, when we talk about, we review the games, we preview next week, and then we kind of bring you an insight. It's not, it doesn't really leave much room to bring on guests to the pod. We're trying to figure that out. You know, we always have been building on our structures. Uh, yeah, if, if there's stuff that you think you'd like to hear us talking about, like, mm. we love just to chat rugby, but we know it's more statistic and, and fantasy-based. But mm. if you guys got any ideas, things you want to hear from us, I mean, yeah. reach out, let us know. Absolutely. So, yeah, so we before we get into the pre-season conference previews, we are trying to get a, a few other pods out of the way and see if we get any more guests to join us. Uh, we have lined up all our, uh, most of our guests, not all our guests, for our season uh, conference previews, which will be good. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Nabung wants us to start an alternative pod podcast where we just chat rugby the I, whole time. To be honest, but I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just find the time, the hours of the day for that, mate. But, um, but anyway, we, we can record them back to back. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, till next week. Thanks for joining us, Super Sub, Mr. Neighbor. Uh, Thank you for having me, lads. And um, we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Stay slutty. <laughs>